Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro How's it? and Devin Nakoba. Howdy. Apparently Kyle did not get sick. No. That's right. odd. Good for you, Which man. we oh. knew was not going to happen, so we're like, bro. You never know, man. I'm nice trying to, trying to get safe. on and doing, yeah, whatever. Okay. Not like you, just what? show up with COVID. Duh. <laughs> Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And finally, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. If you'd like to help the show, get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and donate. There you get more to be more involved with the show and help determine who's on the podcast and the shows. Coming up next week on the channel, the High Sessions channel, Henry Capono oh. videos, and they came out really good, so I'm pretty yeah. excited about yes. that. How'd you guys get him? Did he play a lot of old school stuff? He did not. What? He did sailing. Did okay. he rock Which out or school. did he go? He did like his. It's like um, some of the newer newer stuff, but it's good. It's good stuff. Was it like, just him or did you have the? Guest he had a band. Guest? Yeah, so Lopaka so was there. Was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Wendell Chang is playing drums uh-huh. and nice. uh, Matt Krahula is. Uh, playing bass so yeah he had a full band with him it's oh, good nice and it was raining and you just stood out there in the rain and played so you'll hey. see you'll see all the rain like falling on him during the show really yeah yeah it's pretty good cool. Capone is a professional yep. yeah yep yep oh and by the way uh, please don't forget to uh, rate us on iTunes and all of that stuff because it helps with the algorithm and makes it so that more people get to watch our show which is good because otherwise they only get like five of you yeah <laughs> you know I, you know what's crazy I was telling Kyle so when we migrated over from the high session channel to our own channel um all of our podcasts are still there mm-hmm. but you know if you go into google and you type in like um high sessions hawaii podcast kelly who it doesn't pop up hmm. it doesn't find us in the search so you gotta like physically go so like when we moved over it's like basically starting from zero again uh-huh. Yeah. So we just thank everybody who's been tuning in. Cause but thank you. Our stuff is archived, though. It's you archived. It's all there, it. but it's just not searchable, yeah. I guess. I also thought it was funny that the name that he pulled was Kelly Who. <laughs> well, that was the first, a big one. That's first why. thing that came of to mind. The, of all the names, he, he didn't say Makahasas. He goes, Kelly Who. Yeah. <laughs> I don't John know why. enjoyed the one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Uh, we'd like to thank Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Yokomura. 808-722-8685 for a free estimate on any landscaping. KupuKupuLandscaping.com is also where to go. And, of course, thank you to Fort Ruger Market, uh, who's uh, doing some upgrades today. And so yeah. they're going to have oh. some new stuff in the store. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like food-wise or equipment-wise? I think, I think equipment-wise. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But the f- good food and service will still be there yes. from tomorrow. By the time you hear this, actually. <laughs> you can find Devin, Kumu94.7, at Kyle at HighLifeClothing.com. And that brings us to our guests. Uh, I'd like to introduce Jen J Rock Wright, what up? GQ Productions, <laughs> and Miley. Hi, what's she's up, a everybody? recording artist. And uh, thank you so much for both of you for being here. It's a pleasure. I'm excited. I'm a huge fan, huge fan of all of your work. So I'm excited to be here. And thank you so much for lunch because that was everything. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Fort Ruger Market. Yeah, we were hanging out backstage. Uh, I guess backstage in the other room. And I was whatever. like, backstage. And uh, so you two are working together. So Jen, Jen's transitioned over to promoter. I mean, you perform too, but you're like a manager, promoter kind of thing. So how did you two meet? Um, the traditional way, you know, Facebook. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> um, no, I actually met Jen um, through Lena. Uh, Lena oh, Lena Tumor. Girl. Yeah, oh, Lena, Lena, girl. Lena Robbins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Lena. So Lena Robbins, she had a birthday party, and my cousin, Paige, Paige, actually, she's a DJ Merm, DJ Mermaid for uh, KTUH. Okay. Um, so she and um, Lena are really good friends, and I ended up going to Lena's birthday party, and Jen and everybody was at that birthday party. <laughs> but I didn't know what they did. I, I had an idea, because I, I think I was already following Isaac, um, but everybody else I didn't know. Um, and then we ended up playing Taboo. Uh, <laughs> and then in the middle of us playing Taboo, Lena came in and she was like, hey guys, can we just do one song? And everyone like rolled their eyes and I was like, oh, what's going on? The whole table stood up and everybody got up and started jamming. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
everybody here is an artist or like they're a musician mm, or something. Yeah. So like all the people that I was like playing taboo with and having a grand old time <laughs> with are ju- they just so happen to be these really cool talented people and then um that same night I ended up just wanting to write music with a guitar player cuz I don't play guitar that well but I do play guitar. And Evan K was actually playing. So I approached him and I was like, "Hey, like you know, do you think we could get together and like jam out sometime?" And he's like, Oh, yeah, but Evan, if you know him, he's such a ham. So instead of just being quiet about it, he was like, yeah, we can play together sometime. (laughs) Oh, you sing? And I was like, oh, this guy. And so then Jen and everybody heard it. Everyone's like, oh, let's hear you. Like, let's hear you. And I was like, oh, gosh. So then, I don't know, one thing led to another. Kaylana ended up... um, bringing out her guitar and jamming and then like as soon as she and i started singing everybody was like jen you need to book her book her right now <laughs> what song book was her. it um india ari um oh get it together mm, nice yeah yeah it was get it together and then we sang jesse Ware. um and then yeah and then jen got my information and i'm not kidding you the next day we met we she invested so much into my equipment like because i didn't have anything i wasn't doing anything at the time i was kind of like in limbo and then she was like oh like here let me get all your equipment and then meet me at my tie bar and then she brought me to my tie bar and then i'm singing at my tie bar and that was then the next day i was at i don't even know that one little cafe um by lilo oh uh, it was at basalt basalt Mm. yeah Um, and then yeah she left some parts I left a lot of parts out, but it was it was it was it was really cool. So yeah, that's how we met. This so it was just that like is a, that is a true local style of getting discovered. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was that, at my I was at my cousin's party, and then all of a sudden everybody decided to sing, and I was like, well, what? Actually, it, it's it was there was some slight differences in that Miley was trying to talk to Kailana about songwriting, and then I felt bad because I was like, well, we don't know this girl. Like, what if she can't sing? And Kailana was like, uh, like, oh yeah, we yeah, we could meet up. I'm like what if you can't sing and then you're gonna be committed to this whole idea so i was just like oh you sing i was like i was like oh let's hear you sing because oh, I, it was uh, more just a, like let's get this over with now let's just make sure yeah. And, yeah. yeah and then and then you know and then kiana figures out stuff in two seconds so yeah. like mm-hmm. and so when they sang all of us were like hello where did this girl come from so yeah it was so i mean it, it was it was very much it was vibes yeah. and then even the meeting it was more like hey if you're serious like text me and she texted me the next day mm-hmm. and then i was like okay i was like well when do you want to meet is it i can meet today at you know that like i don't know right after work um it was i was in kanyohe and she was in haleiwa and she met me that day wow and then when she was saying like what she wanted to commit to and what her goals were and i was just like okay and it just i don't know the vibes are right i guess yeah so we just went all in there yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> i would say it was like um super organic everything just came together and like my shout out to my cousin Paige man dj merms because she basically took me off like i was at the beach sulking because like i had just moved home from california and you know like when you leave hawaii and you go and then you come back there's like this feeling of defeat mm-hmm. and i was just like i don't have anything going on mm. and i don't know anybody <laughs> and she was just like stop complaining like get get home shower and we're going to Waianae and I was like I'm not going to Waianae that's so far <laughs> and she's like shut up go get ready and so I go get ready and I'm just like I'm just letting you know I'm gonna take a nap because I know I'm not gonna have a good time and- <laughs> was it her secret plan to get you there to introduce you to all these musicians and I don't like think that? so I think she was just being a good cousin because if you're my cousin you know I just complain so she just was, <laughs> she pushed through, man, you know, yeah. so she, and then she, I think she, I think she knew maybe she just, I needed to just meet people that were similar minded. Yeah. And man, she hit the nail on the head because I met people who were similar minded. All right. And then mm, it was like, over. But no, I mean, you know what it was too? It, it's like, like she, yeah, my lady gave no indication that she did music, but when we were all playing taboo at the party, she was like, hey guys, is it cool if I just join all of you cool people? And like, just was like, really? I mean, it was funny, like, but just really, really sweet. And so we're like, well, how do you say no to that? And just really friendly. And then, so it, it just, in that, like, she she carried herself really well. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and I love board games. You put board games 
and people I that it was a recipe for a good time for me. I was like, <laughs> I want to have fun. How does taboo, taboo go again? That's the that was when you can't say the word. You have to get them to guess. Oh if yeah, like yeah, 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 No, 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 no. Sure it's almost good. like verbal charades. Yeah, so like yeah. if the if if this if we're talking about soda, you can't say words like pop, fizz, I carbonation. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? But you have to try to describe yeah. soda without those it's words. Like drinking oh. a can. Devin, I have a new anxiety. <laughs> Can you check to make sure that in the, the this screen working? that no that they're in the frame? Oh yeah, that they're in the frame. Yeah, th- th- that they're that you oh. can see them. Well, okay. No, too late. No. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no worries. If I'm out of you know the frame, he did. He did a podcast that <coughs> kept our guests completely out of the frame for one whole yeah. hour. Yeah. So. I, I think it was Tolentino. Yeah, I like oh. did the whole podcast and he like he was in the frame when he started, but he leaned back. And then the whole rest of the podcast, all you see is his belly. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Did I? Is uh, that the recent one? Was that a recent one? Yeah, that was recent pretty one. recent, I didn't yeah. even notice. I guess I didn't you think You can see him, right? We've got uh, Jen in this, the, the, the real camera. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, on the, oh, that, that, don't worry about that one. Yeah, that was just a safety good, in case in case that, that one fails or something. I'm technically not supposed to be here. I, I thought I was just going to... It's okay. I've been breaking rules well, for forever. Okay. And, then, did, <laughs> and then, did, I, did I hear you correctly that you're working with J-Book? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I sing with him now. Um, he. What? Man, he. I'm. He, I'm his background singer now. Super cool. cool. Um, myself and Johnny Sweet get the chance to um tour with him, kind of wherever he goes now. Wow. Um, so I met Jay Bug a, a while back in the studio because um. Leslie Ludiazzo um, and the Green, they used to have this studio kind of by Hawaiian Bryans. And so every single, yeah, Live Animal. Um, They still have Live Animal. It's still running and it's still going strong. Um, But I used to be at Live Animal every single day because I I just moved back from Hawaii. What did I have to do? Mm. So I was always at the studio. If I wasn't just like hanging out, we were like creating music. And then all of us, then all of a sudden, I just met all these people. Like it really was just so organic. People would just walk into the studio, and Jay Bog was one of them. And so um, Leslie and Jay Keys and Blaine Mateo, like all those guys, would just kind of gig with him and kind of keep me in the background in, in terms of like who he could have in case mm-hmm. of any in emergency. Mm-hmm. And then um, last year, May, funny enough, Jen, myself, and Quinn. Um, Mia Shiro, we were all on our way to the Her concert, and we had front row tickets, so I'm already lit. I'm already excited. I'm already <laughs> on cloud, cloud nine. I'm actually on, I'm on cloud ten. And I'm in the backseat being ratchet, doing my thing, and <laughs> I get a call, and I'm like, oh, you guys, it's J-Bug. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? And Jen's like, answer the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, I'll answer the phone. Sorry, answer the phone. Like, shh, shh. Hi, hello, and like, if you know me, you, I'm a mess. I stutter, I have ADHD, so in the middle of our conversation, we don't know where we're going. No problem. We don't know. But in the middle of this conversation, I'm like, this is the moment to fall. <laughs> this is the moment. So I'm like, hi, hello, Mr. Boog, Jay. Mr. Boog. And he's like, hey, sis, how's it going? I just wanted to, you know, ask you how you're doing, I, you know, we powwow, and then he's like, hey, are you available on this date? And I'm like you know what? I don't I'm not sure I gotta check my calendar I'm free by the way I know I'm free because I have nothing going on but I just wanted to play you know and so I was like you know let me check my calendar and so and um so then he's like cool let me know as soon as you can I'm like okay cool and I really only did that because I couldn't contain my excitement I wanted to scream but I wanted to get him off the phone before I screamed and I knew it was only a matter of seconds so I was like I gotta get this guy off now so he's like okay I'm like yeah thank you okay bye good thank you good good day sir thank you <laughs> and I like hang the phone up and I start screaming and they're like we can't believe you just got out to DJ Mook's concert I'm like ah so then one thing led to another and then he just made it official and was like yep that's it it's just you and Johnny Sweet cool, right now he is a uh, really nice guy if y'all seen her perform you know exactly why she, she's Jay Boogs thinks she's great like, yeah uh, she, she brings that for sure to heat so yeah. it's dope man and, but you know it's so cool cause like I think we were talking about uh, things like this earlier in the in the backstage, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was backstage. backstage. <laughs> we was talking about um, just like kind of doing your thing and just kind of being humble and being low key and going to church and understanding like it's not about you. And I all I have this understanding: music's not about me. It's really not. Like it's about a collective 
forever. It's never going to be about one person. Not even Michael Jackson could shine. It, like, he couldn't take enough shine from music and as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody understood that. Michael understood the assignment. And, like, I feel like like people like Jay Boog understands that, and I understand that. Like, we're here to be, like... I hate, I hate to say this. Sorry, guys. But I, I feel like we're all here to be really good push-up bras. Like... <laughs> We're all here to be good support. We're not seen, right? I see. I Only see. things that isn't that is seen is up here. Yeah. We under here, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that we're any less important. Actually, we're really important. So that's why, like, I love I love being able to tour with a guy like him because he gets it and he's so humble, and he's very like minded. Like he doesn't really care about that stuff. But it's cool that he's seen it in me. And like now we've been touring together for over a year, and wow. we're ge- we're gearing up to go out again in September. I know he's cool because I have a friend, Nate, and Nate makes the best smoked meat ever, you know, and he's always hanging out with Jay Boog. And I'm like, man, how did you how did you get to know Jay Boog so well? He's like, well, one day he was at something and I was making my smoked meat and he he really likes the smoked meat. So he comes to my parties and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's a cool guy. Yeah. For as big as he is, he's like, smoked meat is very important to me. Wow. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, and you know he's actually a really good like guy who makes smoked meat. Like I was, we were. Just, oh, he makes smoked meat too. He, I don't know if he makes oh, okay, smoked I see, meat. I, but I know the... he makes ribs. I don't know if that's cla- classified. Oh, okay, ribs meat. is. Uh, well, you know, like not quite, meat, but like kind of like pipi yeah, like Oh, yeah. okay, never mind. But he makes good ribs. I, I feel like that. he's getting he's getting ready to be on the smoked meat level. <laughs> but like that's a guy, right? Like that's a down to earth guy. Like yeah, you so, can be so cool that meats is your thing and you come around and hang out with him. Yeah. That's cool stuff. Just because he, he likes to smoke meat, he's like <laughs> right. down to hang. <laughs> right. So and Nate is like the nicest guy in the world. So I, I know a lot yeah. of Nates and they're all very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know one un, like unfriendly Nate. So okay, so you're you're on tour with him, uh do you just kind of meet him in different locations or do you guys actually travel together and we travel together oh wow so it's a big uh big um crew that kind of goes to is it a bus so um a lot of us live here in hawaii uh-huh. so obviously the gigs that are here we don't have to worry about too much. calvin too with, with calvin it? Conha? no um oh, calvin, it's good. leslie like... ludiazzo does oh the yeah so yeah he's, how he's big our, is this band it's yeah. huge so we have leslie ludiazzo on drums Blaine, uh, not Blaine, sorry, Leslie Ludiazzo on drums, Clandon Fatali on bass, um, Jay Keys on um, keys on the right-hand side. On the left-hand side, we have Mr. Shant. Then we have Sheldon Palmer for saxophone, wow. um, Kako Noah oh, for um, guitar, and then Johnny Sweet and myself for background. That is a bust oh, yeah. of people. Holy yeah. yeah, that must be fun, Dan. It is a blast. Like, we mm-hmm. are basically, like, it's just, it's like camp. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you go to summer mm-hmm. camp, it feels very summer campy. Like, we're stoked to see each other. And it's only a small amount of time, like, only a couple weeks. And then we just, like, have so much fun, and then we don't see each other for a little bit. Right, and then we right, come right, together right, and right, have right. a lot of fun, and then we don't see each other for a little bit. You guys toured the mainland and stuff, too, though? Yeah, we went to, um, we did, like, kind of, like, um, by coastal tour, yeah. I guess. So um, we started in California, like Arizona area, California, and then we went up through the Midwest. Um, we did Idaho. And then, Idaho. I know Idaho. So, wow. You guys are <laughs> what? Uh, in a bus. In a bus. In a bus. That must be fun. Wow. That is so much fun. Unless you gotta go bathroom. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's and you know, like when you're the like, so the only women that are on the bus are me and then book's wife l um and so like it's it's like the funniest thing because like guys man they're such like men are just it's like men (laughs) men like you know like that's how i feel like raw like so whenever i'm around the guys i feel very like like i bring a lot of feminine energy but then when i'm around a lot of women i'm like Oh man, I've been hanging out with the guys too much. <laughs> like I say manly jokes and I'm like slapping. I'm like, yeah, you thought it was funny. I exist. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> but being one of two girls in a bus full of guys, do you find them being like dirty? Messy. Oh man, everybody. Slobs. You, you know what's funny is they're gonna tell you the truth. My bunk is probably the messiest. Oh, well, so you're the. Worst. I'm the messiest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, you know why? Because every morning, I promise you, every night, I clean up and it's nice my bunk is nice and then when i wake up in the morning and i gotta go and i'm like ah where's 
my Clorox wipes because I cannot go to the bathroom <laughs> without Clorox wipes. The spray, the bathroom spray. Yeah, you know. You shouldn't use yeah, Clorox yeah, wipes at all. No, 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 no. That's where the toilet is. Okay. And then I have my regular wipes. <laughs> I saw that first. Oh, no, no, there's, there's three that's wipes. Too clean. You gotta take three wipes. There's the the wipes for the toilet, uh-huh. the wipes for the front, and the wipes for the back. Oh, okay. Well, you don't mix it up, I guess you're okay. You and do you, that's why it's all messy. don't mix them up. Because yeah. I don't know where it is. And then right. in the morning, I'm like, ah, and I'm throwing stuff everywhere. And they're like, here she goes again. There she is. And that- then my stuff is all over my bunk. And then they're like, I thought you said it was going to be organized this time. And I'm like, I lied to you all. <laughs> it's not organized. I can oh. see females, because females have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. You guys that's don't a, travel with yeah. a lot of stuff. So At least it, at least I'm not stinky. I'll be unorganized and messy, but it's not yeah. stinky. Not yeah. stinky is the key. Yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. true. But it's fun. It's a blast. <laughs> the guys are, and you know what's so funny is they're down to do girly stuff with me too. So like, oh. you know, like if I'm like, can we go get pedicures? They're like not as they're not afraid. Like they haven't done it, but they would be down. Oh, nice. that's cool. Yeah, you know that's what good. I mean? Or if I'm like, can I go see? Can we go see a movie? But I don't want to go by myself. Like, <laughs> Should I go make them see Barbie? I. You know what? I bet you they would. Uh, you know who is the who is probably <laughs> the most in touch with his feminine side, but is so masculine is Johnny Sweet. Oh yeah. Oh man, that guy is so in touch with he's his keyboard, right? Uh, no, he's a uh, background. Oh yeah, oh, yeah he's a big buff guy. Yeah. That's right. He looks okay. like he eats iron for breakfast. Yes. But he's also so soft and so in tune. So he's he's like him and Mr. Shantz and Clandon, those guys. I was like, if I have to talk about girlfriend stuff, I can talk to them about it. Mm. I'll be like, can you believe that girl from the other day? And they're like, no freaking way, Mai. <laughs> yeah, can you believe her? Like, we can't even believe her, Mai. I'm like, I don't know. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so they're like, don't get me wrong. It's they they accommodate for me for sure. I know That's it's good. an adjustment because I'm a lot of woman. Listen, like, I'm so. Listen, you can't all have over. a bus of all dudes. Like, yeah, you need the ladies. Yeah. You just yeah. need yeah. Yeah, yeah. women's presence in yeah. there. Plus, you can. I mean, the fact that you can hold your own is actually quite amazing. Period. Yeah. They're so nice, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're so. They're like, it's funny because like you would expect things to be a little different, but the guys are like very like they're 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 mindful for for like mm. I think now like i don't know how to explain this but like now that i'm like third in my 30s and i feel like i know the opposite gender a lot more i'm like oh you guys are so mindful like thank mm. you for that you know like they try not to fart in front of me oh that's all nice the time. That's you know so, i guess they're not you know, married yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait someone are married <coughs> excuse me yeah so johnny seed is married um, Mr. Shant just got engaged. Oh, yes. Um, And then Clandon has a very long-time girlfriend, Lehua, who he loves a lot. Um, and then um, some of the other guys are married, too, like Jakey's married. But the wow. the married guys are there. They're, I think, yeah, you're right. They're the more relaxed because they don't care. They're like, nah, we, don't care. We, cut our, we cut our limit <laughs> already. Yeah. There's no reason to hold back, right? He's going. Yeah. So <laughs> from the moment you got married, you and fuck. No, it took uh, me a while. It took me at least it took me a couple years into the marriage because wait my, how many years like oh how long have i been married no 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 did it take you for you to fight it's probably like a couple years fight, you guys <laughs> at least at least two or three years really yeah well because remember i met my wife and then like we got married within nine ten months yeah yeah yeah. so you kind of got a you know he was still he was still you gotta give it some yeah but once we like once we had kids then it was yeah we were off to the but who went fart first oh no it's totally me my wife still hasn't farted in front of me I love that I never we've been married like 18 years I never farted in front of my wife until I was 52 what you guys I really like that you see where is this mindfulness in the world i don't know I, that's what i want to know I'm just I a gentleman that. where is the mindfulness like this wait hold on what, are you... it is. <laughs> what? what are you talking about what what, what do you mean what My- mindfulness yeah I-, I think about our safety <laughs> <laughs> didn't you think you were coming Lies to the comedy hour he was thinking about her nostril. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think... And John's Australia. never farted in front of us. Nostrilias. No, no. no I'm he not, didn't yeah, want no. it to go down under with her nostrilias. John, John has, John's been holding back his farts since 92, 93. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Oh, is that how you say Although so it's like, getting harder now because I eat a lot of acai bowls. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> it's, well, yeah, because of the granola, I think. Oh. Yeah. So what do you do? You so, excuse yourself. I try to get out of the room. Yeah. 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 That's no, the thing. I don't know. I feel like John just doesn't have any bodily sense of any kind. <laughs> yeah. That guy would yeah. be like, like everyone's just sweating. And this guy, I swear I don't see a bead of sweat in this guy. 
doesn't look like he sweat at all. And, but, and then he just always looks clean. Like, yeah. yeah. Like these shelves. Yeah, look, like his very nails, clean. Look at these shelves. Immaculate. <laughs> and you, uh, and he, I'm never, a fan he never of looks nervous. Cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Always I, very I'm right chill. now. Yeah, but whenever we talk about him, then he gets, then he gets nervous. Oh, Don't worry, Chad. I looked at your fingernails before I said him. you had nice fingernails. <laughs> yeah. I knew they were going to be nice before I even looked at them. Well, I want to hear a little bit more about. Oh, Idaho. there we go. Switching. Is, oh, about Idaho. There's a lot of Polynesians out in Idaho. Listen, the Polys that came out in Idaho. I got to tell you, I was impressed. I was literally like. I, I was like worried. That. I was worried. I think Boise, we even sold out at the oh, Knitting nice. Factory. Really? Awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we sold out because that was a hot concert. And and mm. I know we sell out because the amount of sweat that comes on my forehead and mustache right before the <laughs> show. <laughs> Why are there so many in Idaho? I was going to say, are they, are they migrating from the West Coast? A little bit east, right? I think everybody's understanding that the Midwest has like better pricing for houses because uh, I have a homie out here that lives here, born and raised here, but he owns a home out in like Idaho. Yeah, that you whole price out of paradise thing. That right? part, yeah. that part. But it depends, it depends where in Idaho you are. Because right, right. Idaho's the, the <laughs> they're gonna make rice out of the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. many people are moving to right. the area. No, that's what yeah. I heard. Because yeah. everyone's just no moving rice. rice. But uh, oh, yeah, so they're so also they it's also a certain type of thinking. Potatoes. No rice, no problems, my dog. You know what I mean? I feel like those are those Hawaiians out there. But then there's a lot of Native Americans. I forgot to mention that a lot of the Native Americans that I had met were in like really small towns like like out in idaho or even like arizona area it was so cool like and and you know the funny thing about like reggae and you know this music scene is like it really is like a hodgepodge of people that come out to support because you you'll see like aunties of all shades and colors <laughs> it's not just one you yeah, know aunties yeah. of different shades i love our aunties i'm an auntie so like when i go out and i see other aunties and they're being aunties like you know they're out there and they just got their like nice outfit on Period. and they're with their girlfriends and holding you know the, the, holding the white claw holding and, the white right. claw yeah. and, and you know the, the what is it called the um jewelry the kind yeah. the permanent jewelry and the no, permanent no, eyebrows no, no. and you know I, and i know she 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 has to go to work at six o'clock in the morning. All these aunties gotta go work at six, but they're out here with us. It's so much fun. And so the Polynesians that come out to see J Bug, especially in Boise, oh, they were, they were hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now I have another place I can go in the zombie apocalypse. There you go. Yeah. No, you, I feel like they're everywhere. But right. In the zombie I feel like they're like every. You want to see a familiar face, right? In the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Because you know what? You think of a place like Boise, Idaho in the snow when you think right. of the zombie apocalypse. You don't think of paradise. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully those frickers cannot swim. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Zombies That's in, the, true. in the rivers and the ocean. <laughs> so, okay. So the other thing is uh, I looked at your profile um, earlier and, you know, you have soul as part of your... So is that the kind of music that influences you or that, that you like to sing? As what a great like, question as opposed to asking if that's your name. I love that. I need what a you great th- question. I'm well, going to take this clip after it's done and I'm going to put it in a song just yeah. so that people remember <laughs> that. But yeah, it is the kind of music that I do. I couldn't come up with a better genre just because I do so many different genres. And I, all of it is soul to me because it's your mm. part of who you are. Even if I'm doing pop, like it doesn't really matter. But the soul music really came from Sacramento, California. Um, when I used to do open mics up there, um, a lot of my, my homies, um, Sierra Gordon, Melanie Brandt, Camille Cotton, um, Bazzy Vibes, Sushi, like, um, Damon Owens, all those guys out there, um, they really helped kind of shape me as an artist in the beginning because I, I did, I only went to church. Mm. So like at church, like things are done a certain way and they would bring me out to open mics, um, and it was, it introduced me to a whole new world. Like I was learning 25 songs in a night. And getting paid, like, you know, pennies in comparison to what I'm getting paid now. But back then it was something, you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't believe somebody would pay me for my gift, you know? Mm. And so I think the soul part came from, like, really the open mic nights that I got the chance to do. And they were all soul, R&B, black music. So it was, that's yeah, that was it. Like, I was really only hanging out with, like... Um, black people, a few white people, a lot of Filipino people <laughs> out in Sacramento. So that was basically the community that I had. And a very, very few Polynesians sprinkled out here and yeah. there. Mm. 
So you were yeah. singing with the church since you were baby time, or yeah, yeah, just about. But, but who like discovered who discovered your gift? Did somebody go? Okay, go try. My Ooh, godmother. Hey. Really? Yeah. So like, I think my family always knew that I had a gift, but I am quite the brat. So like, they always kind of really. Knew. Yeah, I'm so. Never <laughs> got terrible. that feeling. I, I gotta pay. I'm also taking that clip because. I love it. He just said, really? I never got that feeling. I love it. No, like, yeah. So I've always been, I thought I was going to be a doctor because like, um, I love like medical procedural stuff and like, I've always been interested in it and I'm, I love academics. So like, I, I always got really good grades in school. So, and my mom used to sing. So my mom, um, Mm -hmm. her Rachel Farr was her uh, maiden name, but um, Chun is our family name, like out in Haleiwa. So Chun stores my family. Oh, um, oh. Yeah, so all those guys out there, the Gilman uh, family is also my Ohana. Um, so um, my mom grew up singing. So she was like a beautiful soprano. And I like couldn't stand the lifestyle. Like my mom would be up on stage forever. And I would literally be like, are you kidding me, girl? Girl, you sang this yesterday. And then my mom would have to get off stage and I'd be like, can we please go? And she'd be like, one moment. And I'd, she'd be talking to everybody for ages. So I ne- it never appealed to me. What did your mom sing? She sang gospel music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. she sang Christian gospel music. So you're talking about during church, she was on stage singing. Yes. So she was. A, she never was like a singer. She never sang like um, secular music okay. or like mm-hmm. reg- okay. regular music. Uh-huh. She only sang Christian gospel. So that's the whole world I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And so then when, um, she, so then, you know, I don't know. I just never thought that I would sing because she sang everywhere and then nobody thought about me like and i never thought about myself but one day when i was like 20 you're kind of like that's her thing yeah because i don't like man i gotta tell you i if you're the kid of somebody who sings or somebody who's an entertainer somebody who has who's a public figure it and not not that my mother was a public figure but church in church when you sing you are a public figure Mm -hmm. so like my mom was socializing all the time and i'd be like are you kidding me i wanna go home Mm -hmm. so it literally zero appeal i don't Mm -hmm. know how i got here (laughs) this is the lord but i so then when i was 20 i was in church and something was coming over me and my godmother said girl you need to be on that stage and i was like i'm probably not going to but thank you and then she was like so you're going to choir practice meet me here tomorrow and i was like fantastic i'm going to choir practice at 20. (laughs) then i went to choir practice and then i started just singing in the church for years and became a worship leader um i have um a gospel groups that i belonged to before um 519 music and then most recently my brother blake and i have a duo blake and miley and we had an EP we released, and we That's toured. You can, you can listen to it. It's great. Mm, yeah, cool. we, great originals. Yeah, yeah. Nice. and How we you find it. Um, you can find it on all um, available platforms: Spotify, Can Apple Music. Okay. Um, how do you? It's Blake X Smiley. So B L A K E space X space Smiley. Okay. And then um, yeah, we toured in Canada. We went to Canada, and um, we recorded a couple things out there. Met a lot of people. Shout out to Evan Ford, who did our entire EP. Um, he's a producer from Colorado, amazing producer, produces for so many people. Hmm. Um, so that's the world that I came up in. And then when I came to Hawaii, I didn't know what to do. Because mm. I didn't know mm. anybody that did gospel out here the way that I was doing gospel. Mm. Did you ever perform with your mom on stage? Never. You never got a chance? I, never. No, because she, so she passed away in 2004. Oh. There it is. That's it. Yeah. There oh, it cool. is. Okay. Solid. There you go. <laughs> it's called Anchored. That's our EP. So... Sorry, anyway. Um, you, no, no. As I interrupt you, you while you're talking about your mother passing away. I'm sorry that. about no, that. No, mom. no, no. Yeah. No, no. Like, my mom. So she she passed away in 2004. Um, so I never got the chance to sing with her. But I, oh. she's everywhere here. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Uh, and having someone like uh, Jen helping you, I guess, is that, that the thing now? I, I, I <laughs> is that the thing now? Jen just I was, helps people? Well, like, when, I was, when we were coming up back in the 90s, me and Jen, there was no like people to help us. No. We just kind of got to figure our parents. It out. Yeah, just kind of like yeah, we had our parents. Whoever Taking would help own. us, you know. But yeah. there was no person to lead you down the way. So, what made you think about doing that with younger artists? Well, I'm, I'm fortunate now. I have a business partner, Quinn. So shout out to Quinn. Because um, <laughs> um, it was really hard to do it by myself. Um, so I have my group is Simple Souls. My with my best friend Zaysha. Um 
I've been doing that for over 20 years. Amazing. And uh, thank you. That is so and, good. and so when we transitioned from my band Canalo into this acoustic duo, Simple Souls, when we first started, we didn't have, um, we, we didn't know we could play it by ourselves. We were, that was very intimidating. And there was, there was no women doing it. So we were, you know, while we figured out what that was, we had like some guy playing guitar with us you know um and at some point there was a double booking with the guy that was working with us at the time and he ended up taking over our booking and um he double booked himself so we would do a grad party by ourselves but it was a 45 minute you know we go in there mm -hmm. and we're just like and once we got in the room we're just like wow like we can do this and um it didn't work out with the guy that was doing the booking and through that experience i was like i hope i hope I never have to, I would not want anyone to experience what we experienced and to have, to be, have, figure out like, cause we just had any kind of gig, which I do appreciate. I paid my dues then, you know, I appreciated those opportunities that someone was doing that for us, but I don't like when there's money involved and sometimes a person takes more money than like we, we there's, there should be a discussion. That's all I'm saying. And I was like, so I was like, I think at that point when you realize like, okay, well now we're messing with this and there's no conversation. Um, and it doesn't work out. You're, I'm, I'm just like, okay, well, I, I would, I would not want anyone to experience that. So we had to start from scratch, get our own gigs, um, and shout out to Johnny Home because he actually oh. gave Simple Souls our first gig. It was, it was at Lulu's Waikiki. Um, he had to call out. He needed off, and he had seen us play at Diamond Head Cove. We, we just would play like one, like once in a while. Um, shout out to Diamond Head Cove and then, uh, or down the Cove, um, but. But yeah, Johnny called us and asked us to cover, and then the GM for the restaurant, Nick, happened to be there that night and um, offered us every Sunday. And so we played every Sunday for like ten years, and wow. that was our first gig. I think because you guys are so unique. <coughs> uh, I mean, I know the I know that your sound has evolved over time, but like I hadn't heard the two of you together. I mean, except for like you know YouTube stuff, yeah, or, yeah, right? Yeah. But hearing you guys at Alamona because they played the Fourth oh, yeah. of July thing, and it was I, you guys just went for like 45 minutes there was no stop and it was like one song i i've never seen anybody do that you paused for maybe it seemed like i don't know like three minutes yeah, and yeah. then everything else was just play 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 and every song i i recognize a song but you had your very own you know you had your thing that yeah. you put on it oh, thanks, that man. makes it very that makes it your own I, thank you. Um, yeah, that just took time. And and I will say, John Yamasato, not just because he's sitting here. I tell him also that like he did help contribute to that because Seisha has a unique playing style, like yeah. a very bass pick type of... Yeah. Like there's rhythm and then there's bass in there. And John was one of those guys, like John and Cruz Jr. Like those guys were people that we looked at as like references. At least when we were building Simple Soul, I told Seisha, listen to these guys. Mm. These guys are playing that. Like you, you have to do two instrumentations. So Seisha would do bass and guitar. I would do bass and drums basically. And that's what we created sound but all that to say is it, because we were really intentional because we really like worked on that sound and created opportunities for ourselves there was a period of time where you know we could we could turn gigs down well then the people would show up and be mm. like i didn't know anyone's doing r&b music out here like i i just thought there's no there's no room for that i said we're doing it and then they're, they're, they're and then so zaysha the first artist i ever worked with is yoza and zaysha had mm. um a mutual friend dayton had brought her to a gig um and uh, so I knew she could sing because Dayton had played a recording for me. So we called her up and the place went crazy. And then Zaysha said, you should manage her. I was like, I don't know, I don't know how to manage people. <laughs> and then she's like, just, you know, you'll figure it out. And so the way we did it back in the day is we'd go to a gig and then I'd call the agent that was booking us. And I was like, hey, can you make it down? I want you to hear this girl. She should gig. And, mm -hmm. then, um, and then I would just jam with her because she could play guitar. And we did that. We just took her to all the gigs and then we just would tell people about it. And eventually... It's like, you know, you have enough confidence in somebody that you're just like, they just need a few people and a few of those opportunities, then they'll just take off on their own. And then mm. sure enough, you know, and, and I've just been really fortunate, but I just feel like I, like, I didn't even, it just, it, we entered KCC and FM 100 Pride of the Islands contest. That's how my band got started in yep. the industry. And we never paid any dues. I barely, I couldn't sing very well, but I had a, I, was, I loved it. I don't think you're giving, enough, you're giving yourself enough credit, but yeah, okay. No, no, but I, I agree. mean, honestly, <laughs> I agree. I agree. No, but, but honestly, though, it just, I, I mean, I had to work for where I'm at right now as a musician, I had to work mm. for that. But along the way, when you realize, like, yeah, there are people that help you along the way, you just, you take the opportunity you paid for it and that's like so with artist management it's it's not even like yeah we we kind of created a business around it because i mean because we're we're good people and we we like 
we really love these guys we work with. I mean, they're, they're, they're kids to us, you know? Like, I say kids, I mean, they're like, you know, they're not that much. They're not that, that much. I'll take it. I'll mean. take it. I like <laughs> snacks. She has snacks. She always has snacks. I'm into it. But I mean, you know, we just, they're family. And and so you just, when you, you have a connection, it's almost feels like it's just a reconnection, right? Mm-hmm. You meet them. And then you're just like, okay, like, we're going to do this. Like, I know some things. And, like, you're looking for something. Like, let's work together. So it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like that's what it's supposed to be. And and I love that they show up for themselves, you know. With their help, sometimes you got to push them to, like, do stuff quicker, you know. Like, you won't get there faster if you just work a little <laughs> bit more. And But you can just cheer them on, you know. And I, like, I'm for real. I get to hang out with these guys or be here. And you guys are talking story with them. And you guys are like, like be like wow like all this cool stuff you've done and it's like yeah like i get to experience that right right front row seats Mm -hmm. and it's like really awesome to see people when i talked to miley for the very first time i said like so what is what is your goals and she's like she's i'm gonna gig she's i really want to be a lead singer i'm like girl you're a lead singer because she only sang backgrounds like Mm -hmm. pretty much in, in, in cali so i was just like dude like you're definitely being held back and it's just really cool like she shows up for herself and all these opportunities, like all our team does is just support and make sure she gets to the gig on time or like shows up at all. You know what I mean? But for the yeah. most part, and then just be like, hey, like making sure like this is your goals. Are you rolling with it? And we just do mm-hmm. it. This really, it's, it's like, it's not, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's, yeah. it's, it really feels organic. Like yeah. the way that we do this, because here's the thing. Because we're all musicians too at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. Not only are we it. musicians, but we're adults. Yeah, true that. We're adults. Mm-hmm. And, and we like have the same goals. Like we have the same path and same mi- level of mindfulness. Like that's the cool thing that you can get with like working with Jen guys. Like a lot of people, um, they don't. I'm an indie artist, and as an indie artist, most indie artists will look down on me for having some level of management. But, like, I l- love this management because, like, I don't need to focus on anything else but being an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, not to say that I don't have other things to focus on, because I do. I, c- I devote my time to so many things. But the last thing that I need to know is, like, what time and whatever, like, a gig is. Like, I just want to go there. And I have the luxury to do that, because it is a luxury. And okay. like John said, like, you know, oh, is this what you do now? I'm so thankful that I came up in the church because... We don't have this. We don't have this in the church. Like, there's nobody holding your hand, girl. You better hit that no. You're gonna sing. You're gonna sing your solo. You better sing for the Lord, and you better make it good. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but but out here in this world, it feels like you're a really like a manini little fish, and you're out there in this huge pond. But like having someone like Jen, and having people like Quinn, and having like Tiana, and like the team that I I get the chance to roll with now, and even Eple from NM Music, like having her at like and other so many it's a team it's a team effort to be this artist and like i'm grateful that i'm in a season where other people can acknowledge that and see it and it's not like oh you're an artist you fend for yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's more like ohana it's very open and very like transparent and like i said very mindful and we're adults too like and if we're not gonna be like trying to elevate one another like if you the the way that you're heading isn't where i'm going then what are we doing you know what i mean like i only want to go to the destination where with people who are also going to the same destination because otherwise we can fight about it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they'll be so how does this i i'm trying to get straight in my head like how how this works because you're you're singing backup for jaybook you're being managed by gen folks obviously the a, a lead role for you is is in the cards somewhere or is happening like you're you're gigging and stuff but as the management how does that work like okay go to a jay well, and when so, you come back we're gonna do this yeah thing and- yeah so here's the thing we ain't trying to be following any rules of any kind right mm. so i don't know what anyone else's idea of management is but it's whatever <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. and it's as long as and as, yeah, yeah as long as the person you're working with they know how you work like, yeah. this is how we do it yeah well, we're going to grow together because, oh, whatever's on that side, I don't even know. I've never been there. Like, yeah. so we're going to figure this out together. And then you're not alone. Like, so if anything, yeah, like with my lane, we work together. Like, we never promise we're, we're going to create success because the success is created by the artists. Like, we, we will give you whatever. We'll make sure you're vetted because we have our name on stuff, too. So I'm going to put you out there if you ain't ready. Mm-hmm. Like, but then once you're there, it's like it's like that's the conversation we have is hey, you gotta network, my you're gonna have to make friends. And that's how she she did on her own, end up meeting Fia, Johnny Sweet, Freddie Leon, like met, met these guys, created that family for herself, another family. Mm-hmm. And then and a lot of these guys 
in the industry, like she said, they don't really know about management. Only like me guys like Jay Boog, they, they understand the value of not having to deal with it. I mean, I'm a technical artist for the most part. Like I can be creative, but that's not natural for me. Mm. So as a technical artist, I feel like there's things I could just do. Like I can do all the paperwork. Sometimes with creatives, like they're not, that's not their thing. Like they're going to double book themselves because, oh shoot, I was talking to my, oh, oh girl. Like, you know, and they just have their thing because that's not, that's not their forte. Yeah. Their forte is to just come from left field and create these amazing musics for us. And so people do downplay management, but I'm like, well, unless you've actually been managed, like either good or bad, preferably better, you know, huh. then you can just have an opinion. But you're, if you're not like dealing with it and you're not like, working on that and that's the that's the cool thing is we're building we're building what management is like together we're creating a support so when Miley creates these opportunities and makes these meets these amazing artists on her own and creates her own relationships and they're like hey I love what you're doing can I like can you help me with my sound and you got someone like Jay Boog who's done his thing just yeah, plowing yeah. through the industry and creating this amazing name for himself and for for reggae music um and then how cool is it that that homie from Cali's getting this girl from Hollywood, you know what I mean? Right. That he sees value in local kids. And then it's just like, hey, I want you on my team and can see who they are as artists and not just like, oh, you're from an island or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. But like, that's what we figured out. Okay, so you're working, Jibo wants you to do this thing. Okay, so we just make sure that, hey, did you get your calendar? Where's your flight information? <laughs> Let's put that in your calendar. Let's make sure you show up. You need a ride? Like, like uh. we figured, it's, it's, but it's mostly family-based. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's just making sure they're taken care of and then like but they're all still responsible we, it's a team yeah. the artist mm -hmm. still has to do something like we're not going to create success for you like mm. because you're not going to give 100% your performance if you're just doing this because you like to sing we don't like to work people that think you can just sing some songs on key and then get paid no you need to feel your music yeah. like we need to feel it because people need to be moved like yeah. and that's that's your responsibility it's a big responsibility yeah. so because also you gotta remember too, yeah, we're from from here, we're from Hawaii, so we're trying to reach everyone out there. Like, so we cannot be half Okole kind. We have to be. Yeah. You have have to, Okole. yeah, that's that's not who we are as people. You know, that's not yeah. part of our culture. Our culture is like you go all in and you just like you you know you didn't do your thing. So that's what we're just trying to create musically. How old were you when yeah. you wait? Sorry, real quick. How old were you guys when you did Pride of the Islands? So. Honestly, I was like 18 or 19. 18, right? Yeah. Oh, and did you do percussions during that time? Too? I did yeah. drums. She was, yeah, drums. She was playing drums. Yeah. Because you're one of the only female percussionists that I know on this island that's been doing it for all these years. Who was your influence? Oh, man. You're not even going to believe this. Okay. So the percussions just came up because Simple Souls was there, and I couldn't play any stringed instruments and memorize chords. So <laughs> I had a pair of congas I bought from my brother, who's like you know, almost eight years younger than me, my brother Bobby. And he was like, wanted nothing to do with his sister's music because he was always Jen's brother. And he was like, I'm going to do my own thing. So he did everything opposite. So I had these congas and I just learned my own. I played congas like, I put, like how I would play the drums if I had to play the drums and the congas because I don't, it's like opposite, right? Yeah. I, I was just like, I don't play like that. So we just, and then the idea was, I feel like exactly that full freaking sound that John brings to Pure Heart, mm -hmm. like with just one instrument, like, that's what I wanted with two instruments. I was like, you do your thing, I'm doing my thing, and but we're gonna sound as big as possible. But we just had a mission, but that's because it's like, knowing that I was one of the only female drummers or percussionists on the island, and I can sing, and I, like, which is unique. You, I don't know that's unique until people say, like, I've never seen it. I'm like, excellent, yeah. like, let's just keep doing that. So I'm like, okay, then what can I do different to continue to stand out because I want my band to get, if you're going to notice me and that's how I'm going to get the gig, well, then my band's going to get this gig. Like, so I don't mind. And that's why, I mean, even with High Sessions, what you guys have done for um, artists, like, you guys have no idea. No, but I mean, <laughs> honestly, you guys, like, this is, like, it's a big deal. Like, so even to sit here with you guys and you guys asking the questions, but, like, but you guys have to know, like, this platform that you guys have created for music from Hawaii and all over the world, but just to be on that same level like, it's a big deal for artists to be asked to play on high sessions or to finally make it and be like, oh, we got, like, <laughs> like they're like, that's bucket list stuff for some of these guys, you know? And so it's just, it's it's super important. I think that's where it is, is, like, it, it there's got to be guys that take the lead in the industry. Mm -hmm. And it's just really dope. Like, for John, like, 
it's so cool every time I like you see guys are still doing high sessions I'm like John like that's so that's an inspiration like that's why people like me want to like okay I guess we're gonna manage we're gonna book at these venues and we're gonna figure this out because who else is gonna do it for us like I've been doing this for 20 years who else was gonna do this mm -hmm. like nobody so mm -hmm. like somebody got to do it otherwise these guys are gonna like some of them just will never know that that's what they're supposed to do like yeah well, next up you're gonna have to own your own place because we're running out of venues <laughs> right? I mean, our venues yeah. are closing but i'm like yeah. oh no you know what honestly it's a little time for elevation like so if they're closing they need to elevate the service mm -hmm. and the food and the drinks like that's the places they're being they're being like i feel like it's coming back a little I bit yeah, it no, is with, okay. no it's it's busy guys yeah. there's oh, like okay, new good. ones there's just new stuff and yeah. i think that's what it's all about like you cannot be same thing like in the industry you can't be complacent you can't be doing the same gig 20 years of the same set right change it up for not just your own sake the staff that gotta listen to you like it's important that we're doing other things yeah so. i mean and then to answer your actual question of how do you do this because <laughs> that was like 20 minutes of a really long answer yeah you do it yeah. you just do it because yeah. i have a full-time job too so i don't just do music i work at a vet hospital vca oh. so if you're an artist and you're gonna do it you're gonna do it you're either gonna do it or you're yeah. not so like you're and 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 it even comes down i think even deeper than just doing it you gotta there's a spiritual nature to music that people love to overlook but truly it's in my blood and i'm thankful for it like truly i've met like actual people who are my blood family along this like musical journey like whether it's through my hawaiian side or my tongue inside like i've been on tv with fia and an auntie recognized me and says oh my god that's kalai's daughter oh, wow. and then i meet more family you know what i mean so like i think if you're looking to be successful in the music industry as an artist, be yourself first and foremost, because Period. you can sell a lot of things, but no one's going to be able to sell you better than you. Like, mm -hmm. and no one's going to be able to market you better than you. But if you don't know you, how are you going to do any of that? Yeah. And in other words, and on top of that, it's, yeah, don't try to be other people, by the way, because guess what? Some people are going to fall for it, but most people aren't going to get yeah. it because mm. it's not authentic. No. Mm. And that's like, that's a thing about gen guys. Like, you work, you pick the people, you pick your tribe. You totally pick your tribe. And I'm super grateful that I get the chance to work with people like Jay, who have been doing this for a long time. She is one of the first, fem if not the first female no, percussionist. Yeah. I mean, not the first, but the first that I know, you're the Sheila E to me. Um. So you know what I mean? Like, so there's J-Rock, and then, like she said, there's R&B culture that's been started a long time ago before R&B came to Hawaii. Like, uh -huh. they, they made it a point to create space for R&B music. And not only that, but they're culturally aware. Like, you have people who are doing R&B music, and they don't even know it's black culture and they're not paying homage to it they don't create space for it this woman knows so much about black history and black culture and pays so much homage and when they come when people come to listen to her they hear it in her in her voice which is soul music yeah, you can hear it you can hear it when they perform it there's, there's <coughs> authenticity to it it's totally and it's why you can take the song and you can do your stuff do your to it. own thing you can do your own stuff and people go oh wait i know that i know it that song. feels but you can feel the it same. feels yeah. different and familiar yeah. all at the same time yeah. and I, that's yeah. the music well that's yeah. and that's the fun of it i feel yeah. like miley can say the same thing i think and you know it, it's sometimes you're not sure of what you're supposed to sound like you know who you are you know you love this you don't know what's going to happen like no. where your music is going to go and then so you're going to just do the best you can so mm -hmm. like don't ask us to do a diminished nine chord <laughs> that is even an actual chord like it don't is. ask us to do that i don't know don't ask us to do any of those but we'll give you like we'll give you some rat tat tats yeah. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah. and and we that's how we figure it out and then it becomes a sound that we have yeah. i mean and that's dope and like, that's roots like that's, you know when you think <laughs> about like when you're a kid and you're just learning stuff and you have two chords bro it's that c or that g <laughs> maybe a d if you're fancy you know what I mean? <laughs> trolling that e a little bit but like though that kind of stuff that roots like that that's to me that's soul music like that's like that's where it comes from it comes from like you yourself you're like not all you know mm. well speaking of uh influence and all that we do have a question that we ask all of our artists that come on the podcast now you're both kind of young so i'm gonna have to change i the love this i'm gonna have just, to take this just I'm young but she's not that's young. Young. Like, she knows she was on an album she was on an album okay so the question is and you can both you'll know it as soon as you yeah if you were stranded on a desert island for all of eternity and you could only take three albums with you to listen to. God. 
for the rest of time, okay. what would those three albums be? And you guys can go in, in any order. Um, let's see, while they're thinking, let me filibuster a little bit. Um, Devin Kyle, all is good? Yeah. 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 Um, all is good. Did you take your daughters to see Barbie? I saw. My yeah, wife, I did. My actually. wife went to see Barbie I with uh, I my daughter. Barbie. I liked it. You. Yeah, it's good. Good, well, good, good for you. Um, very well. We're also girl dads, so if you're a girl dad and you take your daughter to yeah. the movie, you you know what you're in for. I think um, it's a really good. Uh, it's it's empowering for women. It uh, definitely makes guys go, ooh. It'll make you think a little bit. So do you feel like attacked? Like, yeah. Um. No, because I think as men we get a lot of leeway on a lot of stuff that we probably shouldn't. Mm. And so it's nice to see it called out a little bit. Mm. Um, but what I was more excited about was the fact that it, it takes uh, some of the tropes that people have seen and kind of turns them on their head. But then it also lets w- women and men actually uh, feel like you're okay to be you, that it's okay. Whatever that is, whatever form it takes, however you your likes, your dislikes, it's it's good. Mm. It's all good. Don't worry about it. As long as you're proud being you, which is kind of what they were talking about, right? Which for some people is hard to get. It's a hard place to get to. Right? Mm. I mean, I went through a lot of therapy in order to get to that place. Mm. So, um, and a lot of people still are paying for therapy for that. But it's an important point, and it's one that's that gets lost in a lot of people. Now, it also means don't be an asshole, which is also a really <laughs> good thing, right? Like you, the the main thing is be you. And don't be an asshole. If you can do both of those things, you're pretty much okay. <laughs> like you're gonna, you know, life's gonna be all right for you. Because some people do either they, you know, they subjugate themselves, and that way they can get through it, which is not the thing you want to do. Or some people are just assholes their whole lives, and stuff can work for them. Because we've we've been in the music oh, industry. Yeah. We've seen people who've been assholes, yeah. and they succeed, and they succeed they succeed for a certain amount of time. And you go, really? That that that's the person that's gonna be okay, great. But at some point in time. It comes back around, and when it comes back around, you go, ooh, right. And so, uh, mm-hmm. you wanna you wanna try teach your kids and teach people who are out there who maybe haven't learned that lesson that yeah, just just be a good person, oh, be yourself, be a good person. And that that's something that I don't know that people got from the Barbie movie, especially if they're guys, because a lot of women broke up with their boyfriends because they went to the movie, and the guys yeah. like the guys like, oh, see, ah. Picture, ah. <laughs> and they're like, well, I don't want to be with your ass because you obviously <laughs> believe in the, you know, the idea that male, the male is superior, which is just not the case. But we are also both married. We all three of us are married to women. Period. And you get husband points for that, Devin. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Please well, mention that to my wife when you see her. <laughs> I have not seen a bad Margot Robbie movie. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I am such a Margot Robbie fan. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. She's not, amazing. Beyond, beyond the good-looking part of it, she's amazing. I mean, I, Tanya was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even so see that one. Like, it's the, so good. Oh, I, I mean, meaning yeah. to, but, like, dude, I watched all the Harley Quinn movies just because oh, she, right. I just oh, loved what she yeah. did to that character. Yeah. The Harley Quinn movie. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey. No, but that was one that I did not... Oh, didn't care for that much? No. Okay. Uh, see, but, well, I mean, that's the thing is I'm missing out on the really good ones because I just liked your base on that. I just I just like that. And, I mean, she doesn't even sound like that in real life. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah. 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 The accents and everything. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry. No. Let's just do it. Okay, so Don't, three albums. This is why three worried. albums. Okay, did you think of yours? I'm, I got mine. I'm, s- I, you, yeah, I'm, just, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. So you, you help me here. Okay. Oh, you, so you I would do Kiki Sheard's free deluxe album. Um, oh. Kiara Sheard, that's what, I mean, her name's changed now, I don't know her married name, but Kiara Sheard Free Deluxe album, because um, every single song on that album is amazing, and it's live recording. Oh. So, and I don't know if you know anything about Kiara Sheard, but her whole family can sing, and this girl just got it in her jeans. She's like under <laughs> five, she's like, like under five five. And she blows. And everything she sings is amazing. And I love true sopranos. And there's a difference. There are very, very little real sopranos in this world. But Mm. Kier Sheard is one of them. Mm. Because she can go full voice all the way on the top. I'm not talking, "Ah." I mean, like, she's powerful. But she sings everything. So anyways, Kier Sheard free, (laughs) one. Naleo Pili Mehana anthology, one. Um, And the reason is because when I was eight, I fell in love with the tape, the cassette tape, mm-hmm. and my mom didn't allow me to listen to secular music. But every night she would go sleep eight o'clock, 
on the dot. So I would go inside in, in the karaoke machine and I would grab, because my auntie used to live with us, my auntie Meredy. And um, so I would sneak in her tape collection, <laughs> grab the Naleo Pili Mahana, because she would, she would listen to that when she was cleaning her. So I would grab that and I will put the thing inside and listen to it. One night my mom caught me and I, oh, I thought I was going to get lickings and my mom didn't give me lickings. But instead the next day she asked me how come I loved it and I told her why. So she let me write a letter to them and they sent me um, an autographed oh, album back wow. and, wow. and stuff. Yeah, so Anthology, so one from Naleo Pili oh Mahana. Oh we'll, we'll and I know every show. single song on there. We'll let, we'll let Angela let them know that. Yes. They yeah. were so sweet i'm like eight years old what are they doing paying mine to the eight-year-old that's super cool i i no, i i learned how to harmonize because of the the pink album oh yeah and i remember telling angie in like the disney store for one of their shows this is like we were just starting music and i was like you guys really inspired us into the and then she sent a shout out to us uh, saying oh "Oh, these girls met me in the universe of disney and i'm like wow Nalani and so Nalani is from Hollywood too yeah. and my mom used to tell me about Nalani all the time because I fell in love with Naleo Pilimahana and so when I found out Nalani was also from Haleiwa and then my tu- my uh, my tutu my Hanai tutu um, tutu Awai um, she like knows Nalani I guess they like go way back or whatever she had her at like some game function and I like freaked out I couldn't even go in the game section where they were playing all Hawaiian <laughs> games I was like never mind I'm just going home and then she brought Nalani to her birthday no, I, I didn't oh she didn't know yeah. no she just showed up to her birthday should, yeah <laughs> I guess she just came and I was like Miley had an out of body. I was like on a pillar like this, just like (laughs) she's right there singing poetry, man, (laughs) in front of me. Like, oh my god! And I was like, who's gonna take the other harmony? Can I sing it with her? (laughs) No, it's okay. I'll just stay right here. So yeah, Nalani Choi is like my Beyonce here. I love her. Awesome. That's cool. Um, And then I love who's the other one that I said would be the third. Oh, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. The miseducation of Lauren Hill. Because um, I try, I'm not a rapper at all. I pretend to be often on my tracks. But um, Lauren Hill is just amazing. Everything she has to say is so profound. There's nothing that she's singing that doesn't have like a purpose to it. Mm. Not a a note that she doesn't hit or a lyric that she writes. There's purpose in everything. And she only has one album. I know. And this Mm -hmm. woman's career like that's how good it is so like that's those are my three okay hey jen Thanks, man um okay um uh, i'm just gonna go for like queen's greatest hits um classic queen because that was the very first thing that's actually how i got into music was because oh really um i used to love wayne's world and wayne's world brought me <laughs> Rhapsody. Rhapsody. yeah <laughs> and I, I can't even tell you like honestly it was like literally life-changing like i literally was wow. like i've that's the never first time heard... I heard that song too you know Really? Bohemian Rap. I didn't yeah. know what that was. Yeah. And they just started revi- revisiting all the albums yeah. because Freddie just died in 91. So it was like, yeah. right, just had been around that time. They started redoing the albums. And I literally, that like literally changed my life. I ended up eventually collecting all the albums. And then wow. um, and then I went, so, and I would memorize all the concerts. And so, and I just loved Roger Taylor. I thought he was the coolest dude. And so I wanted to be a drummer. So I literally taught myself how to play drums on the pillows. Because wow. I would just wow. memorize the whole queen. And I could, someone told me, I was like, what do you do with that thing, the hi-hat? And I'm like, how do you hold the thing? And I remember asking my friend that took band. And then the first time <laughs> I ever got in the kit, just based on what I watched and just what I kind of knew about the hi-hat that I just asked my friend about, like, I could I could play the drums. I mean, I, mean, I wasn't very good at it, but I could play it. And, and so I'm just like, dude, that's like huge. It's like, but when you're a kid, you're so committed. Yeah. yeah. You're so committed yeah. to no it. Shame. Like, you yeah. just go. Yeah, yeah, you just have time you yeah. know, to do that. And no fear. No yeah. fear of judgment. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, Queen, because they made me who I am today. Um, and then I just kind of lost it from there. I was like, I don't know who I was. I, I, <laughs> I want to say, um, oh, TLC's Crazy Sexy Cool. Oh! Yeah. 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 Because, oh. because like, that was a very good transitional, like, they're being a little more aggressive with R&B mm-hmm. and then left eye put that <laughs> cool hip hop spin on it yep. um they were just freaking like everyone wanted to get silk pajamas everybody those yeah. outfits the reflective thingies Dude, all the things just that was fan mail though that oh was, that was, that was fan mail scrubs, so that's okay but it was getting there it was getting there <laughs> <laughs> it was in that direction it was in that direction yeah, direction. yeah. yeah. no but I like I think that was a life changing album for me I was still going to church and that was probably not an album you should listen to but you would sneak oh, that one yeah. Yeah. and it was a moment and then like oh the third one <sighs> I would have to say 
I'd have to say a Beyonce album of some sort because mm. um because that woman would change up her sound every album. So I don't know. I would probably say of all of it now, I really do like the Renaissance album, which I it took me like four listens before I really liked it, and mm-hmm. but now I love it, and it just oh, interesting. but I just love how it, she's evolved as an artist, and I think that's what it represents. If anything, is just like this lady's like still taking her stride, and she's just like bombs out, <laughs> and it's just like ah, like she her. don't even have to tell nobody it's coming. She just she, she yeah. just has a breathe on her track, literally. Yeah. She, I love her. I mean, so whatever they've, I mean, and that's the thing too. She's not doing it by herself too. She's just like a team, so right. it's really cool. That's to me, that's what it represents is just this strong boss woman that's just took that industry and just was like. I'm gonna have my own fans, and you guys can listen or not. But these fans are gonna dig it, and just people that like whatever song. That's not gonna just be like, oh, she did something different. I don't get it. They're just like, what's there to get? She wants to do this album. She's gonna do it. Like, mm-hmm. that's what people gonna perform for. You heard what she did this weekend too, right? No. Uh, she had a concert in Detroit. I think it was Detroit, and uh, they had to start late because of uh, electric uh, a lightning storm. Oh, so it delayed them like two or three hours, oh. and uh, she played the full show. And then they found out all oh, the trains are going to be shut down, so they paid the Detroit or whoever the uh, they paid for the um, the trains to stay open. It's like a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred million dollars, some crazy like that. That's but she just a, uh, did. She just paid it off and said, "Here, just get my people out of here," kind of like Moses. Um, <laughs> but yeah, amazing. Amazing. I love her. Yeah. Okay, so uh, were, you, were you about to say bye? Yes. Okay, wait one second. I just want to hear, Miley, I haven't heard you sing, so I'm, I'm going to do this. Yes. And I, I apologize that it's a karaoke no. track, but I just want to hear you sing this one this one song I'm as soon as this ends. Okay, wait. Because <laughs> you're going to know it as soon as you hear it. I hope it's Milkshake. Oh. I just want to hear you. Is that okay? Yeah. Can? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm going to though. What? What? Can you? We're, we're doing like hot okay? Yeah, I just want to hear you sing. You don't know, babe, when you hold me. Kiss me slowly, it's the sweetest thing. And it don't change if I had it my way. You would know that you are. You're the coffee that I need in the morning You're the sunshine in my rain when it's pouring You're the sunshine in my life I just wanna see how beautiful you are You know that I see it I know you're a star Where you go I follow no matter how far If life is a movie Then you're the best part yeah. <laughs> Thank you Thank you that was amazing. Said, I went to go awesome. see her in concert. I'm like, oh, I think we have this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank she you. She's got music coming out. She's got music coming oh, out. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'm just keeping your ear out, man. Yes, yeah. I got a new song called Mr. Una Noche coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Latin pop, and I don't know. It'll come out pretty soon, so I it's hope everybody likes it. Y'all. I'll, I'll play it for you guys before, like, after in backstage. Okay, okay. cool. Backstage. Well, thank you both for being on. <laughs> we really guys. appreciate thank it. Thanks, everybody. Us. I love you guys. We'll see you all next week. Take Bye. care.